mean, think about, you know, three or four people. All you do is home church thing. I mean, immediately it's suspicious, right? Oh. But, yep. uh, but are you under authority? Yes. You know? Yeah, how many times have we had that question? Well, and I want to go, well, you know, which I did ask a couple people, what, 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 what are you getting at with under authority? You know? And of course it was, are you going to a church? I remember asking a couple people, are you under authority? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm under the authority of the pastor of our church. And of course, the next step is, do you ever talk to the pastor? Like, in a real way, do you do life together, spend any time with the pastor? But it's almost like, well, no, as long as you're going to church on Sunday and you have a senior pastor or some elders, then you consider yourself under authority. And I want to go, you know, How is the that? negative way of saying is, before you accuse me of not being under authority, Right? Yeah. You're not under authority. You're not under anything that's in any way significant. Right. That's like saying I'm the you know under the authority of President Trump. Well, not yeah. really. Right. You know? Yep. I mean I guess he's the president of the country. Don't know him, don't wanna know him, won't spend any time with him, he won't spend any time with me. But if you wanna say he's my authority because he's the president of the US, okay. But I don't think that's the scriptural view of authority. I love kind of the idea of, you know, looking at authority with the word author, because then it's like, okay, if someone, if you take authority in your life, it's because you're, you're saying, I'm going to, right, I'm going to own my life, I'm going to, I'm going to write my life, I'm going to author it. Right. But then, if in terms of someone else's having authority, um, in that terms, it's you're giving someone you're allowing someone to have the influence of how your story is created and unfolds. You know, but for someone to really help you author your story, they they need to know you and know your story, right? Yes. They can't just be, well, you know, I got we got we've got a team of three pastors. You know. I think they mean by authority what though I think what they think is happening is that there's a message about being good. And then you apply that to your life. Well, first of all, it's all about sin management. And second of all, you have to actually apply it to your life. And a lot of people, they don't even remember on Monday morning what the message was on Sunday. It makes them feel good. Right. Like they're going to do that. Or yeah. they made a commitment, or they decided to, or they prayed about it. But then when they really live it out, the only way that really happens is if they're in a small group that's talking about that subject. And they're actually going to, okay, hey, like, okay, what part of your life do you need uh, more to get rid of bitterness in? Whatever it is, whatever right. the subject is, you need someone to help you walk that out. Unless you are literally taking your notes from Sunday service and willfully, in your time with God, on a regular basis, yeah. going over it. My, my guess would be, if everyone's honest, there's probably Well, and even that then, I still think, you're right, so you're saying that, so they view authority that way, but I don't think it's biblical authority. I don't think, first of all, I don't think it's Where biblical, it, second of all, I don't think it's healthy. I mean, because then I can say, well, listen, I'm a big fan of, you know, I don't know, Chuck Swindoll, do you want, I don't even know if he still does that, right? right? And I listen to his stuff, and I take notes, and I apply it to my life, and so yes, thank you, 
for asking. I'm under the authority of who? Chuck Swindoll. Really? Chuck's in Southern California. Yep. Yep. But if you define authority as in listen to the message, and like you said, you're probably only 1% that even does it. But my point is, if that's what authority is, well, then we can be under the authority of anyone we want through a podcast. Right. Yep. So it's the difference is authority is someone you allow in your life, right? Who knows you, you know them. And I think that's where we want to just put some good examples of people that had authority in our life. Yes. You know? And we didn't sit out to go, oh, I want you to mentor me. It right. was like we lit, we sat out with them, they were older than us. We watched them raise their kids, we'd ask them questions when we were curious. Right. Right. They'd yeah. say things and talk about how they dealt with Johnny at school that day and what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Tommy actually. They talked about Tommy right. a lot. Yeah, so I wanted to kind of do that. The take is, is not to pick on the church. The take is, you know. Build up a small group. Any leadership that's void of relationship, and I mean real relationship. Real relationship. Yeah, like you talk to them on a regular basis. Yes. On then, the phone or then in person. They don't have, you can, you know, that's not real authority. There's no authorship there. And if you say, well, yeah, there is because I, you know, really take their messages seriously and apply them to my life. Well, okay, <laughs> again, <laughs> then, again, we simply don't agree. There are people that are huge fans of, you know, some of these bloggers and writers. They love them. They listen to their stuff every day. And in a sense, they're giving that person authority over their life. You know, if, if you love Mel Robbins and you're a Mel Robbins fan and you just listen to everything she puts out... That's okay, but um, that's not biblical authority. Right. Um, could it be? Well, like I like Graham Cook, and I like, and after listening, you kind of be after you listen to a speaker you like a lot, right. especially if they're a Christian speaker. I mean, he uses a ton of scripture and applies it, and so I think because you kind of change your mindset as they're teaching you, I think that does have an effect on a person. I don't know if I'd say it's authority, but there is influence. Well, and I think what we can do is say, listen, so there might be some differences. You know, that's fine. What our challenge, our invitation is, who do you have in your life that is authoring your life, helping you write your life, lead your life, create your life, authorship? not a podcast it's not now if you and a, if you if you have a really good friend and right we already said it right you spend a lot of time together you know they just bring the best out of you there's a lot of life when you're together, all that and he happens to also be the senior pastor of your church like yeah okay yes but I, I tell you we could go down you could go talk to Carl Sutter I think and say do you really feel like you have authority over all Well, I mean, I'm the pastor, but no, I mean, you know, again, unless you're in a formal, well, if they go to our church and they're regular attenders or they've signed our membership and I'm the senior in that way, it's sort of like Bill Armstrong, did he have authority over me as the president of the university? Sure, I guess, like I could have me, could have had me fired in a heartbeat, right? He has that kind of authority. 
but he wouldn't have any influence in my life or even in my work life, you know. He brought some edicts down on goals and vision and how much money we had to make for the school. So that's not, yeah, anyways, I think it's, what, what I'm trying to do is that if you apply the relational way to the domains of your life, it makes you just restructure everything, you know? Think you'd be, then you start to realize, geez, I don't have anybody in my life that is that. Yeah. You know, well, so, you're fooling yourself to think that because I'm not sure it's a habit. Well, yeah, it's silly. You know, it's uh, then it's almost like you were kind of talking about the same management and stuff. It's almost kind of like, yeah, you know, we teach our kids to respect police officers. They're there for a reason. You know, we're under their authority, and they are. But, I mean, they're not going to your life and they don't want to influence your life right. they're like you know you screw up right. we're watching you right and that's a good thing like they 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 have their purpose yeah what they do or even just your perception that they're there uh-huh. watching you uh-huh. bring some level of order i asked leland yesterday i said so when you hear about authority what do you go he goes cops i'm like yeah i mean that's the first default uh-huh. when we hear authority we think, and cops, are, the authorities right. and, and cops are there to make sure you are not breaking the law, period. They're not there to get you on the better track to a better life. No. And again, them as an individual, and they may, you know, have a heart for some people, right. and the, how they do their work, or what they do on their own time. I mean, sure, I don't want to put down cops. No, no, no. Right. But the role of a police officer is to make sure there is law and order. And then uh, that's where... That's where the show came from. That's where the show came from. Well, that's where, you know, you get the religious types that are like, yeah, are you guys under authority? What they're really saying is, how do we know you're not teaching heresy or doing something weird? Uh-huh. That's how cults get started. Right. You know, whatever else you want to uh, let your imagination run with. In other words... You need somebody watching you to make sure you don't do something weird or wrong. Right. Well, I think there's something... Uh, well, there is something to that. I, you do want to make sure if people are starting some kind of a home group, fellowship, church, community, what is their heart? But I think, you know, the fruit, the, Jesus said you tell them by the fruits. You know, if you don't, you know, don't commit to the group. Find out what the person's like. Have coffee with them. Right. Ask them what makes them tick. You know, and then you go, yeah. Now, I mean, obviously, there's no Christians that line up exactly. You and I are close as we can be, and we don't even agree on everything. Yeah. About what what does it really mean? Eventually, no one does. you will. You'll agree with me, but it takes time. It's called sanctification. But the point is. Yeah. Is that... Well, that's where I want to go. Okay, if that's how you... I want to kind of do it unless it gets boring. If that's how you define authority, okay, that's a particular type. No problem with that. Okay? But we're asking, do you have a relationally-based way of having those who... That you just said. Know you, spend time with you. You love the way they live their life. Right? I mean, it's, it's so way more closer 
from the biblical view then. Paul basically said, okay, if you, don't, if you want to figure out how to live as a Christian, live like me. I mean, he just put himself out there. I am your example. I mean... What's, what's the other scriptures about authority being under authority? When people ask that, what do they base their scripture on? What's that based on? Well, they would just say it's the structure of the church. And well, yeah, but... There were pastors and elders and... and that sort of thing. Um, you know, and again, it's... There isn't... I don't want to fight with that. Okay, those were also measures. So those were measures to... Are you making sure that people in need get what they need? You've got the poor in the church. You've got widows in the church. You know, you've really got to kind of delegate some of that or somebody's going to overwhelm with that. You know, so really elders were... I don't even know if it was deacons. I always get them mixed up. But they were the ones that managed, you know, the, the SJs of the group. Okay, you know, the Smiths need something, and we need, you know, let's make sure that people that just have needs are met. Um, okay, you know, so there's different things there. And there is, okay, we find out somebody in the fellowship is somebody over there. <laughs> That's not what we meant. That's not fellowship. And, you know, but the authority piece that I think is more biblical is simply Jesus' model. You know, and this idea, at least I, I, I did research it 25, 30 years ago. I haven't done it for a while, but I think it's called Diatribo. Diatribo? D-I-A-T-R-I. is when you say, you know, what if a church cancels for four weeks and... If we could find that, I bet you we got to find something. If we asked everybody what was the most innovative or different or whatever, I'm sure we can come up with 20 examples, you know, from OFM to any Christian we know, you know. Uh, you know, Matt last night, I mean, you know, Matt and Kate didn't go for a while. They're faithful on Sundays, right? Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, Aaron's a good guy. Right. But both would say, I did nothing except sit in my apartment right. until somebody wanted to get to know me, invite me out, right. and not just another group, you know. Yeah. So, anyways, I've got to get a decent outline where it progresses. It makes sense. It's always stressing the main thing. And that is, we've lost the relational way. We've lost it. You know, we've lost it in marriages. The whole thing, you know, raise your kids the way they should go. That's relational. That's, I don't know my kid. No, you don't. You know what? You know a little bit more of them every year they're alive. It's not a technique. You don't get to read the book and do it. It's your, your, your kid is the book. Read, your, read the book. Podcast. About what? Come on, all the times you and I have talked, I'm like, oh, I don't even know what we talked about. In real time, I said something, because I was listening to where he was, and I was sort of boxing him in, and then I nail him with something. I'm like, so you're saying you're this. And because the way you went about it, he's like, made that it. never will leave me. You know, you can't, you know, Eric, I love you. You say you're talking about the kingdom of God, where you live like you're in the kingdom of death. So, you know, how's that working for you? Or I don't know what I said. He's like, but... You know, that doesn't sound like life at all. It sounds like death. You know? 
-huh. something, and then he's just like, damn. Like, no one's ever said it that way. But I didn't say it because I was like, okay, today with Eric, I'm going to bring up the concept of the kingdom of death. Uh -huh. I'm listening to a person's story, and I'm like, I mean, he's just indicting himself in a sense, in a good way. He said this, he said this, he said this. So, is this right? So what that sounds like to me is, there you go. What is that, Eric? Is that life? Is that good? Is that, you know, is that bringing you life? And no. Okay, then... Call it. Call it what it is. It's the kingdom of death. Okay. And how long are you going to stay there? And what would it look like if you did it differently? And then he's like, do a podcast. <laughs>